This Phineas and Ferb podcast is not for children. There's a hundred and Okay, Jaden, before we start, I have a story. Oh, good. Um, this is this is an amazing story. It's gonna blow your mind. Um, it's really uh, exciting. So lately, the the phrase uh, "excuse me" has been going through my head. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to figure out. I'm like, what it what is that from? What is "excuse me" from? Like, mm-hmm. why? It was like very specific. Yeah, and I was like, wait, is that from? Star Wars? No, it can't be. It can't be. Yeah. <laughs> but I <laughs> I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's George R. Binks says, excuse me. And I watched the video on YouTube. And it was just a two-second video of him going, excuse me. Uh, which isn't that that unusual. Here's the weird thing. I scrolled down to look at the comments, I guess just to see, you know, what other people <laughs> thought of the video. Uh and uh the first comment is this guy. Uh, just I don't even remember what he wrote, but it was interesting because his profile picture was I recognized it immediately. I'm like, oh, that's the album cover for for the album that the song Duvet by Boa is on, which is the theme song to. Uh, trust me, I'm going somewhere with all of this. No, I trust you wholeheartedly. Uh, it's, it's the theme song to the the short-lived uh, cult classic anime. Serial Experiments Lane, and I know this because I have it saved on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Let's see what. Well, what other comments were here? Look down. Next comment. Same guy. No, oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, different comment. Same guy. Go down. Third comment. Same guy. I keep going down. So there's like 300 something comments on this video. Two thirds of them are from this one guy. <laughs> and if you look at the dates, you can go to this video. Just look up "excuse me." It's like the first thing that shows up. You look at the dates. It's he's commented on this video over the course of like four years, like consistently, and just like stuff like, "Oh man, I love this every single time." This video, this gets me. Uh, it's like, "Oh, look at the way that Qui Gon Jin moves his arms." Like, anyways, that's my story. <laughs> Great story. Thank welcome, you for sharing. Welcome to Ferb Your Enthusiasm, episode 17. Yeah. I am your host, Phineas and Ferb Power Bottom, Zane Mendisi. And here is my co-host, uh, the Phineas of my Ferb. <laughs> my name is Jaden. Phineas and Ferb Virgin. <laughs> my, my name is Jaden. Uh, I'm not a Phineas and Ferb Power Bottom. I'm also, I don't have any fun stories like this guy who comments on the same George R. Binks video, but I do have a lot of thoughts about the episodes that we watched. Well, actually, it was the one episode, but two parts. Um, yeah. Yeah, damn. Two parts. It's a, it's a good two-parter. I didn't have much to say, which is why I led with like a 10-minute long story. Oh, uh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, here's... Here's the thing. I I I really if I you know to separate the two, the first one, Grease Lightning, great name, and then which is actually of all the na- of all the episode names that have come up so far that are either you know film inspired or whatnot, this one I think fits the best mm-hmm. because it's just and we'll get into it. But then also leave the busting to us. That I thought that was the weaker of the two, but uh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Gesundheit. <laughs> oh yeah. I, okay, but Grease Lightning though. Um, yeah. Was a big fan of the episode. Um, I I actually didn't really care for either of these episodes because I hate all of these episodes of Phineas and Ferb. Oh really? I thought I thought Grease Lightning was one of the stronger ones. There were some fun moments in these episodes, uh, but we'll get to them. Uh, well, actually, 
yeah okay there was some there was something very important that happened in grease lightning uh yeah. which we will get to oh, okay okay um but um yeah so first off a question for you because you've seen the show more than i have yeah um is it just me or has the production value of the show increased like well it's it's typical for a lot of animated series that like the first season or is kind of like varying in quality because they they're still like figuring out like how to draw the characters on model and stuff like mm -hmm. making sure yeah and like the, the probably they i would imagine they got up there's a lot of episodes in this first season, so I wouldn't be surprised if they like had like ordered more episodes after they were making the first ones. Yeah, because what something I noticed, you know, specifically in this, there was a lot of depth to these episodes yeah. visually because there was shading now, mm -hmm. um, and it looked good. It looked good. Um, it was just the new new like, oh pizzazz. It's yeah. like you know, finally got to season three of Avatar: The Last Airbender, and there's this nice like kind of soft Gaussian blur all over the place. Yeah, um, is that how you say it? Gaussian, yeah. How do you say I, it? I didn't know. I, I thought it was Gaussian. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's right. I, I, I someone I, once told me in an editing class, oh, Jaden, you need to put a Gaussian blur on that. And I was like, oh, a what? A Gaussian blur? Okay. Oh yes, I see the setting. Gaussian blur. Um. So I mean, it's just. Stuck. I mean, Gaussian sounds more correct. Yeah, Gaussian blur, whatever. I don't know I don't what know. language it is. Neither do I. What it um, means. Yeah, but anywho, Grease Lightning, spelled uh, G R E E C E, as in the you know the yeah, and then Lightning spelled L I G T H N I N G. You forgot the E. Oh, at the end, yeah. And in the at the end, in the middle, <laughs> what? <laughs> you got the silent E at the end. The light, Lightning A. <laughs> yeah, um, Lightning A. Anyways, but like, because, you know, obviously it's, you know, a playoff of, you know, the film Grease, Grease Lightning the Car. Uh, or is that the name of the car? It's, I, really? look, I, I'm not an expert. This is not a Grease podcast, okay? Yeah, because they have the whole musical number. Grease Lightning! The only, the only Tron, John Travolta, the only John Travolta movie, or John Travolta movie that I John care Travolta. about. The only John Travolta movie that I care about is Gotti, the John Gotti biopic. Oh my gosh. It's funded by his family. Yeah. Um, so uh, the episode opens up. Phineas and Ferb are at a you know history museum again with their dad. Um, curiously enough, Lindana, nowhere to be seen this entire episode. No. Um, so that was a new one. But uh, it was just dad. They're at the museum. Candace was there. And they're in like an ancient Greece exhibit. And they're looking over and, and, and Lawrence is, you know, explaining all these things. You know, this is, you know, uh, a wonderfully recreated, you know, um, chariot made by someone who does not matter and no one cares about. And I was like, oh, my God, that was harsh. Yeah. But uh, the chariot was a recreation of Asparagus's chariot. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> I, I didn't put that together. <laughs> Asparagus. Sorry. Um, I, I, I'm breaking character a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like literally just realized if you said it. Asparagus? Asparagus, yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> asparagus. This is a good episode, Zane. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'll asparagus. You that. But anyways, um then we pan over and uh Lawrence is like, and there's the statue of Medusa who uh would turn people to stone because she was so ugly. Yeah. Uh Medusa Oblongasa, that's her point. Yeah. And then Phineas whips out this like massive ass blast of a burn against Candace. Oh. He's like, 
uh, you know, you know, Lawrence is like she he she killed people because she was so ugly, and yeah. Phineas is like, yeah, she looks like Candace. <laughs> yeah, what a monster! Like, not forget Medusa. This is the real monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, god damn, like, put her on full blast. Full blast. But anyways, full ass blast. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, it hurts. I instantly regret it. Uh, anywho. Phineas and Ferb decide, holy shit, we're going to have a chariot race, which... And they say that, too. They say, they holy, say shit. holy shit uh, in the episode, which is really... Like, you don't want to talk about breaking characters in. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they decide to have a chariot race, which is very exciting. Like, yeah. that sounds fun. Um, I wanted to point something out. I don't know if yeah. you noticed this or not. And I'm not yeah. sure if this is intentional. But we see Perry. Mm-hmm. He's uh, hiding behind a pot. And if mm-hmm. you look at the pot, it kind of looks like the the Greek chorus from Disney's Hercules. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah. That's I I don't know if that was intentional. Like it's it's kind of, I I couldn't really tell. Well, there was another cameo in this episode. But was um there? yes, there was. Okay. Uh I noticed there was a lot of like weird emphasis on Paul Bunyan. Mm-hmm. um but then once and we'll get into it but they visit the paul bunyan restaurant and yeah. it's the same figure like character like character figures as the disney legends movie uh that has What's... you don't know what that is no i have no idea what that is oh my gosh it's um we gotta look it up some you gotta you gotta you gotta watch it it's good um but it's it's like uh a disney movie about all these american legends so paul bunyan johnny appleseed and a whole bunch of other people um who were important you know folk heroes in the united states it was, it was a little 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 easter egg um but yeah the 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 pot i didn't notice that yeah so perry uh talks to monogram whose face is on a, a famous statue the name of which i cannot remember but yeah, it's, it's the, the guy with the discus in his hand yeah, discus yeah. Which is discus, dude. discus is such a such an extra word like you didn't need to add the us to the end of it like just call it a disc don't yawn at me no (laughs) Um, but anyway i I yawn at you they're talking and they bring up something that i think is a very good point and i wanted to ask you this question yeah what is the plural of platypus i'm pretty sure it's platypi is it platypi and excuse me we're filming we're recording a podcast right now i'm no i'm so sorry um that was yeah that was major uh, monogram that was major monogram um okay i'll have to read the message later um but yeah no i think i think it's the i think platypi is the plural okay i'll 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 believe you uh because i don't feel like looking it up (laughs) yeah i I could be wrong but who knows but that is a point of contention in this entire episode yeah uh what's the plural of platypus yeah so the uh major monogram reveals you know pretty typical stuff doofenshmirtz is trying to commit genocide that sort of thing uh (laughs) I'm platy- against I'm platypi. <laughs> against platypi, yeah. Which is pretty evil, I have to say. Yeah. He's you know, we joke about like, oh, he's not really that evil, but he has had some evil plans. He wanted to destroy nature in one episode. He's trying to make platypi platypi go extinct. Yeah, trying to make good on someone else's promise of setting the sun on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, literally. Some people want yeah. to watch the sun burn. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. you shouldn't Which do it for too long. really bad for your eyes. Yeah, I was going to say, you, because yeah. if you watch the sun burn, your, your eyes are going to start burning. Yeah, There's an no episode out. of The Simpsons where Marge looked at the sun and her eyes started like bubbling. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was like disturbing. Oh my gosh. Was this yeah. a Treehouse of Horror? No, it was like one of the like later seasons. She's like, there was like an eclipse and she's like, oh, I'll just look up for a second. And then her eyes start like black bubbling, like and she starts oh screaming. I, maybe oh, wow. I dreamed to this. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. That might be true. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, because if you look at an eclipse, it's magnified. So, I mean, it's yeah. worse. But wow. Yikes. Um, anywho. Um, they so the chariot race cutting back to Phineas and Ferb. Um, yes. They send off Isabella. She goes to, you know, rally the crowd, get people interested. Yeah, she mentions or Phineas says, tell them to bring their gladiator gear. Which yeah. they all just have. Yeah. Good, which is convenient, you know, it works. Yeah. yeah. Uh Lawrence comes by, uh, you know, ever aloof, you know. Um, he he has some some VHS tapes with him and he says he's he has twelve plus hours of gladiator movies, which yes could very well just be one movie. Um <laughs> given yeah. the, the length. It could just be gladiator. Yeah, it could just be gladiator. <laughs> it could just, could just be gladiator, cut. yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah and he's also wearing he's wearing uh um i forget what it's called but it's like you know a spartan hat with a spartan hat yeah plume uh so yeah, here's the weird helmet. thing here's the weird thing he's coming out of the house with his vhs tapes where the yeah. fuck is he going exactly but then he goes right back in he goes right back inside <laughs> yeah he just got so excited i mean my father does that he'll come and find me <laughs> that's true and that's i just true. did this thing and then i'll leave like yeah <laughs> so who knows maybe he's just excited and wanted to tell his kids and then also isabella but um isabella gets the usual suspects together so we've got in this chariot race and they've made they made chariots which is pretty dope but phineas mm -hmm. and ferber in one chariot uh isabella and the fireside scouts are in another chariot then we have the most controversial pairing i'd say is baljeet and beaufort yeah um fucking um, all-stars the unlikeliest of duos yeah but in this case i'd say opposites attract because they really yeah. kick ass yeah uh and then there's candace in her medusa inspired chariot they also um, i don't know if you noticed the announcer or the referee or whatever the fuck you call him uh Django. that's what i thought i didn't yeah. recognize him though because he was in the toga and had the, the the wreath. Django, the oft forgotten phineas and ferb character yeah um, the contortionist the contortionist his dad is an artist, as we find out in a later episode. Uh, it's the only there's only one episode that focuses on Django. Uh, really? Yeah, and then he like after that episode, he never shows up again. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, he didn't do well with the test groups. I guess not. Um, just like knowing that the character you're watching can turn his body around. Yeah, I mean he's I pretty guess. he's pretty vanilla. Like there's not much to him. That's true. He literally looks like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. So they set off on the chariot race. Yeah, but let's let's talk about Doof and Perry. Yes, cut to. So Doof is at his abandoned movie theater. Yeah. Which how how much abandoned? How many abandoned properties does Doof and Schmerz own? Or does he even own them? Or is he just like? Just Who like, knows? Maybe it's kind of like squatters' rights because if you show yeah. up to an abandoned property and then slap your own name on it, people Here's aren't going to question it at first. Here's my thing though: if Doof and Schmerz owns an entire like complex. Yeah. skyscraper he owns a skyscraper it literally has his name on it yeah then why is he like you know bumming it out and all of these like 
<laughs> Who knows? Who these, knows? These, these like rundown abandoned factories and movie theaters and stuff. Maybe he wait, does he own the entire complex or is it just the top floor? Kind of like, you know, Fantastic well, Four vibe. It says Doofitch Mercedes Incorporated on it. Oh, that's true. So it's yeah. it's it would stand the reason the entire that building. Yeah. maybe he doesn't own the entire building, but he owns a good portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So Doofitch Merch straps Perry down uh as as he is apt to do uh, in, a, in a in a movie theater chair movie theater <laughs> we should chair. specify <laughs> yeah okay uh yeah i realized that maybe yeah didn't sound quite right uh or maybe it did it depends on who you are uh-huh. we don't we don't judge here um so there's another guy there he just wanted to see the movie barry has popcorn i don't know where he got it but uh if it's an abandoned movie theater you probably well, apparently Stale. they're selling tickets too, because another yeah, patron guess, shows up. I guess, yeah. This is maybe there's a ghost running this theater. Who mm-hmm. knows? Who knows? Uh, but uh, Dupuytren shows the film. It's talking about platypi, um, and uh, it shows like a diagram, like a ph- phylogeny chart mm-hmm. with the platypus. And uh, yeah, interesting. There's a mushroom on the chart. There's a spider. Mm-hmm. There's also a blender, which at what? first. I thought, yeah, there's a blender. And at first I thought, well, okay. Who's blending platypi? Yeah, well, platypus is not. You know, blender, it's impossible. But then I remembered. In a previous episode, we have met a sentient blender. What? Do you not remember the talent show episode with Marty the Rabbit Boy and his musical blender? Oh, yes. So my theory is that in the Phineas and Ferb universe, blenders evolved from fish into real people, into real yeah, into, into, into real beings. organisms. Yeah. Oh my god, from fish? From from fish? Yeah, or from cool. whatever bacteria? Bet, that checks know. out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, they crawl out from the ocean and then like took a long walk, and by the start, end they're blenders. They're blending. <laughs> yeah, like um, a Venus flytrap, but not at all. Yeah. So anyways, they watched the film and it's revealed that the platypus is, the platypus number one enemy is man. And so yeah, what does so Doofenshmirtz do? <laughs> so what does Doofenshmirtz do? Tell, tell him, Jaden. He built a man. He built a giant robot man, 12 feet tall by the name of Norm. Yeah. Norm is arguably one of the most important characters of Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, I would I would agree full heartedly too. Yeah. Because it's also such a fantastic, fantastic representation of the regular middle class white businessman. Cis uh, yeah, straight yeah. white Cis straight white businessman lives in suburbia, might as well be madmen in the twenty first century. Yeah. Um, um yeah. <laughs> your Norm. slacks look great. We should bring the wives next time. <laughs> That was a good line. Yeah, yeah, all quotes. Yes. Um, in actuality, uh, I'm incredibly lonely. <laughs> that's the truest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so yeah, so we meet Norm. Norm chases down Perry. Yeah, uh, and that's that's basically what goes on there. I want to point out that the patron of the movie uh, is just sitting in his chair. The robot like desecrates the chair next to him, and he's like, "Oh my god." I didn't know this film was in 3D. Yeah, buddy. Shit, do you even buddy, know what 3D is? Buddy, no. you're not wearing glasses. You're not wearing glasses. You're not looking at a 
You're not looking at a 3DS, buddy. No, you're not. This is <laughs> there's a lot this more is, dimensions. There's a lot more than three dimensions going on here. This is real. That this chair next to you just got life. pulverized. See, this is what the American education system is doing. How would you feel about the Michael Bay Transformers movies if instead of Transformers, it was just like 12 foot tall men robots? I would pay out the nose to see Norm duke it out with Optimus Prime. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? No, no questions asked. Like, I, imagine I like the top tier CGI those films had. Like, say what you will, the narrative was bad. But like the CGI, incredible. Imagine such a lifelike photorealistic Norm just on screen so when you say aliens. when you say photorealistic do you mean that like he looks like an actual guy or if he, that he looks like a like no. our tin man like looks like a like tin man automatron almost yes like yeah like i would i would pay out the nose to see that well i have um, some good news for you Jaden. no way um you you really like the character norm yeah i do well he comes back no way. He actually not not once, not twice. He is a recurring character in the series. Really? Yes. For real? Yeah, he continues to show up throughout the show. You're not just pulling my leg? No, I'm not pulling your leg. I'm not yanking your chain. I'm not sucking your tail. <laughs> Whoa, sorry, that, to... that escalation <laughs> there. Wow. But yeah, I have cool. this fear. glad to hear that Norm comes back. I, I have this fear. I'm gonna I'm I pretty soon I'm gonna have to start applying for jobs. And I have this fear that someone is gonna find this podcast. Yeah, it's okay. We can take it down. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny <laughs> you should I, say that I had the exact same thought half hour before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> um isn't it great to be at this age? It, yeah, um, it really is. Um But yes, so back to the chariot race though. Back to the chariot race. Um, it is, it is going full throttle. They're yeah. zooming down the streets. Candace of, is freaking out. Candace she, is freaking out. She hits the, she hits the sidewalk and crumples like an accordion. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what, this is sickening. Um, it's disgusting. There's actually a lot of anatomical, <laughs> uh, questionable anatomical choices with Candace in this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, there are. Um, but, um, I, I really want to touch on. Beaufort and Belgique. Um and just what an incredible fucking duo they are because they're in first place, right? Mm -hmm. And the fireside, you know, scouts are catching up and Baljeet's like, "Oh no, what do we do?" And uh Beaufort's like, "You're smart, use your head." And Baljeet's like, "You're right. That's right. Use my head." And then we cut to the next shot and we see that like <laughs> Beaufort is holding on to Baljeet's legs, his pencil legs. And his head is scraping against the ground, sending sparks flying with his helmet. Uh, yeah. And then he says the wonderful insult, you know, eat sparks. Um, Here's my question, though. What? Who's driving the chariot? Hit autopilot, baby. Yeah. Also, how do you steer these chariots? Because they're, they're running on lawnmower. That's true. Engines. Which are on wheels. You can't, on wheels. And they're like solid structures. You can't turn them. All they have are like, you know, the, the reins. Mm -hmm. But like that, you know, that would work on like real horses. Yeah, but but I don't think that will work on a mechanical horse. Yeah, no, really, um, really concerning here. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, this also was like a nice little like. I the reason why I like the episode is because it reminded me of Wacky Races almost. Oh, I love Wacky, um, Wacky Races. Yeah, right, impeccable cartoon. Um, but the fireside chat girls catch up and they they tether a light post. Did and you then just call them it. the fireside chat girls. 
Oh, Jesus. I did. Oh, man. Good old FDR really emblazoned uh. my mind. Um, but anyways, the Fireside Scout girls, they catch up, tether Baljeet and Buford's chariot to a light post, and they whew, get yanked out of frame. And uh, they're like, oh, no, what do we do? <laughs> Buford, without hesitation, <laughs> picks up Baljeet, and he says, time to use your head again. And he, like, whacks the rope and cuts the cuts the rope with Baljeet's head. Yeah. If Baljeet comes out of this without a concussion, I would be very surprised. Yeah, um, but he's also coming out of this with the world's largest pair of balls. Yeah, like, that kid's got courage. Um, so Buford and Belgique, you know, they're 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 just going crazy. They're cutting down trees in the park yeah, with Belgique's head. They're literally destroying the environment around them. Yeah. Destruction of property. Horrible message. Yeah. Terrible message. Yeah, horrible. But anyways, uh, the race ends and they make it to. Uh, well, actually, actually, the race doesn't end quite yet. Some physical things happen. Perry's running from Norm. Perry is running from. Also, by the way, I only have one note left for this episode. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is just I just Candace can fit an entire pineapple in her mouth. Because <laughs> she she they hit a fruit stand. I'd I definitely missed that. I mean, I love that I'm wearing this shirt. Then yes, but I you are wearing a pineapple that. shirt. They go to a fruit stand and she has a pineapple in her mouth. Which, again, uh, the anatomy of Candace, like never ceases to never amaze. ceases to amaze. Uh, <laughs> she has a gigantic pineapple in her mouth. Wow. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Go on. So, um, Harry uh, is running away from Norm. Um, your prices have never been better, uh, as he says. Um, and. Uh, Phineas and Ferb spot Perry. He takes off his hat and he turns into a regular platypus again. They pick him up. Now on the chariot, it's Phineas, Ferb, and Perry. And then Norm, the gigantic robot, starts following them uh, after he crashes into the Paul Bunyan restaurant. And Paul Bunyan's bull, the head, lands on... Uh, Babe is the name of the bull. Lands on um, Norm's head. So he looks like a, you know, a minotaur. Uh, so it's very Greek, uh, very Grecian, this episode. And Norm starts following them. Very climactic. They ride into the museum. I also ran out of notes like five notes ago. I've just been riffing it. Yeah. Um, and they, they go to the museum. The race finishes. Um, Candace actually wins. Candace, um, yeah. Candace wins despite all of her <laughs> her misery and torment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much all there is to it in this episode. That's, yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. She also turns off Norm by flipping the switch. Oh, no. Perry does. Perry, Perry turns off Norm. Yeah. Perry turns by, off the arm. But, by switching his flip. But Doofenshmirtz brings him back to life. Yeah, thank God. Thank Yeah, and now we get to enjoy Norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get to the second episode then, if we're done with this one. This might be a shorter episode overall, because I don't have yeah. a lot of notes for this one either. Yeah, let's get but it over with. That's okay. <laughs> you know, it spares me some some excruciating pain. Yeah, and we, uh, had two, we had two long episodes, you know, the past two times, so it evens out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the next episode, <laughs> <laughs> we can say that was internet lag, but it, no, it's just that was incredible. <laughs> so the next episode is so the, the busting to us. Yeah, bust it, bust it, bust it. So the plot of this episode is not about busting a nut, uh, but no, but it's busting a bro. Yeah, busting your bros not. Um, <laughs> basically, 
there's this TV show called Bust It. Yeah. Which is a very unfortunate name for a TV show. Really uh, and it's about, uh, they bust, you know, siblings. Like, yeah. basically what Candace is doing. Specifically yeah. brothers. Yeah. Um, also, wait, quick side note, quick side note. Uh, I think this whole episode is in very poor taste, given the fact that in the previous episode, or it was like two episodes ago, Candace had this whole dream about finally getting her brothers busted, and she woke up, she's like, oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't do that. But here yeah. she is again! She's at it again. Poor character development. One dimensional. No yeah, one dimension, two dimensional. Two dimensional, actually. Thank yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, one, oh my god. Um, but anyways, continue. So, Phineas and Ferber up to their usual, uh, crimes against humanity um they they have built a giant ferris wheel that has astronauts and aliens on it and Mm -hmm. what is what happens to the ferris wheel it just rolls out it rolls yeah it gets up and rolls away rolls away probably causing numerous property how many people are killed (laughs) i know you've seen sharknado rolling ferris wheels are dangerous Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah guy was crushed so ferb says something that completely invalidates everything that happened in the previous segment. He points out that gladiators were Roman and not Greek. (laughs) Well, how how does that... Because it's called Grease Lightning. Yeah. But it's Roman. Did they they say it was Roman chariots? They're talking about gladiators. Are they? Oh, man. Because Lawrence yeah. is watching all the Gladiator movies. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because, like, while it was inherited by Romans, I mean, chariots are Grecian, and, you know, like, all the tales are talking about, like, Medusa and stuff is Greece. You know, yeah, Greek well, mythology. that's that's true, but... But, yeah, no, good catch. That's interesting. There's a fine line there. It seems they tripped on it. Yeah. Ooh, get them. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all week. Um. Anyways, uh, Candace calls Bustum. Yeah, uh, and they have a theme Oh, but song. we stopped talking about her. We stopped talking about her. Um, Phineas and Ferb, shenanigans. What? What? I don't know. I just totally lost my place. Like, <laughs> what are you talking unforgivably about? Unforgivably lost okay? my place. No. No, Jim, I'm not. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> what year is it? God, if someone were to walk up to me on the street and say, what year is it? <laughs> I'm like... It's- Brother, it's say, 1984. Where have you been? No, I would say, haven't you checked the newspapers? It's 2021. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Haven't you checked the newspaper or gone to the TV store on the side of the street with all the TVs in the window and saw the news? Oh, I'm sorry. My beeper just went off. I have to take this. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Paging Dr. Tom. Oh, man. But yeah, so uh, Candace calls the Busted TV show. She's like, yes. I've got I just a wanted, story for you. But I wanted to talk about the theme song for the Busted TV show. Oh, yes, please. Sung beautifully by Dan Povenmire, voice of Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give credit there. Good credit yeah. is due. He has yeah. this beautiful, scratchy voice yeah. <laughs> that is almost instantly recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good, good, good and, jingle. And if he ever wants to be on the podcast, he's more than welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he wants to be on this podcast. Um, but anyways, um, so Phineas and Ferb get up to like, oh, I know what I'm going to do today. They're going to build a water slide, and they start building it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the busted van pulls up, 
And uh, Candace is like, oh, this must be the show. The door of the van opens and literally the first line is, get in my van. Yeah. By this and really scratchy, high-strung voice. We are introduced to Lulu Busting Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, who and is, Busting is a real name. Her she real middle like, name. She seems like the kind of the person, like, if you're at, like, a party with, like, people you don't really know that well, then you start talking to her and she's like, oh, this seems like an interesting person. But then, like, she just keeps talking to you and getting yeah. more and more personal. And then, like, the three hours have passed and, like, she has not left your side for the entire party. Mm-hmm. And then you try to go for the door. She grabs your wrist and she like, it's like, it's really tight. It's like, oh, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I just have one more anecdote to share with you. <laughs> that's <laughs> and that one busting. anecdote turns into five. Yeah. Um, that's but yeah. Busting Jones. Yeah. Get my van. Get my um, van. <laughs> I'm with the TV show. Okay. Um, Candace has no wherewithal, but um she gets in the van and they start speaking. And really, like this, like this woman is the ghost of Christmas future. This is what Candace will become if she yeah. stays down this path. <laughs> um, it's bad. Well, that's the ghost of Christmas future. Just to clarify, is not what Scrooge becomes when he's like an adult. It's just oh, he's, true, the ghost of true. Christmas future well, is just the Grim Reaper. Yes, but it shows him what may become. That would be um, kind of funny, though, if in the Christmas Carol he was like, "Wow, I turned into a badass skeleton. That's awesome!" Oh my gosh. They didn't learn his lesson at all. Yeah, I was like, "I want to do." Ow, ow. Um, you hurt yourself? Yeah, I hit my finger. Oh, you hit your fingy? Yeah. Oh, my fingy. Do you want me to kiss it, make it better? Yeah, it's okay. Here, thank you. Um, bam, comedy. Anyways. Oh. Moving on. I really did hit my finger, though. Um, but... the, look, it's comedy and tragedy masks are always, you know, together for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, okay, so this woman, what was her name again? Lulu Busting Jones. And Busting yeah, is Lulu, literally her middle name. Yeah. Talking the way she did, uh, I already have reduced lung capacity, but it sucked all the oxygen out of my chest. I felt like I couldn't breathe listening to her. She made me anxious. And yeah. so rarely does that happen when I watch TV or film. I got so anxious sitting on my couch listening to this woman speak and I wanted to die. Yeah. Yeah. She is she's <sighs> like cholesterol if it was a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good description. Good description. But um anyways, um cutting over to Doof and yeah. cutting over to Perry really quick. So Perry uh, you know, he always every episode he has a, se- a special way of getting into the secret base. Mm-hmm. This episode, he takes a shower and then yeah, he's just the in the base. Just, yeah, <laughs> I don't really understand like what's meant to be happening here. Who knows? It's like he just he's just there. He just shows up at the base. Like there's no yeah. like it's not like he goes through that little pipe in the in the shower or anything. He just he's taking a shower. Super Steam fogs up spy. the screen and then the fog goes away and he's there. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, he sits down for his briefing, briefing from Major Monogram, <laughs> briefing from Major Monogram, and Monogram says, "Agent P, it's good to see you." And then he starts cutting in and out like static, and he says, "Sky, weather, rain, doof," and uh, he's like, "You know, it's a bad connection. Let me call you on a landline." Then, <laughs> yeah, which, which which is a pretty underrated joke. But uh, Perry answers the phone, and Major Monogram says, "Good. Uh, needed to tell you about doof and smurts. Rain, or he says, sky, weather, rain, doof." And then we're like done. I, well, Perry doesn't speak English, so like none of this means anything to him. That's true. That's true. 
Um, do you think Perry actually understands any of what's happening around? Yeah. Him? Oh, actually, no. I do think he speaks English because he he does he does interact with Doofenshmirtz enough. That's true. Because Doof true. does ask him questions like, "We well, got me set up for my daughter's birthday," and That's, you know, yeah. Perry's like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> but uh, which is uh, yeah, great dynamic. But anyways, one of the best jokes of this series so far. There's two windows in Doofenshmirtz's uh, oh, yes. <laughs> building, and Doof is standing in the window with his back to the window, and he's looking at something in his apartment, and Perry, like, flies into a fake window, like a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> and Doof comes out of the other window and, like, pulls the sticker off. Ah, yes, the fake window trick. Um, yeah. That was... And then, and then it's revealed. Then it's revealed that that was not Perry. That that it was a fake Perry. It was a fake Perry. Oh my gosh! The the dupes just keep stacking, um, indubitably. Yeah, yeah. Inconceivable. Uh, I don't. Whoa. Why did you say that? I don't know. I don't know (laughs) where that just came from. Nothing to do with anything. You said indubitably, and my mind immediately went to Princess Bride, inconceivable, and I had to say it. Well, that, whoa, okay. <laughs> so back to Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, actually, I had one more note about that. Oh, yeah. Usually Perry, Perry goes through the window, but then the next shot, you see the window is like, has glass over it. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Another note about that scene, though. Mm-hmm. Doof comes in. He's like, yes, very nice. I did not suspect the fake Perry. That was good. That was good. I'll give you that one. And then he walks over to two whiteboards. Where there's a bunch of tally marks. <laughs> it says Doof yeah. and Perry. And then the Doof has like seven tallies. Oh, yeah, like three. He's three tallies. And Perry has the entire board full plus a piece of paper. Um, I like that he's keeping track. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you got to give him credit. Like for credit it's due. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, that reminds me of when I was younger, my brother and I used to make bets on who would win in Tom and Jerry. And okay. you'll never believe who I bet on every single time. Tom? Yeah. Of course. And there, there was one away. or two episodes where Tom does win. So, you know, I, I didn't always... It's not a 100% loss. Not a 100% loss. Um, yeah. I think I just wanted Tom to win, you know? Of course. Because it was just like, you just see him suffer so much. Yeah, yeah um but yeah very interesting <laughs> choice of better zane um anywho um doof no no cutting back to uh phineas ferb and candace. yes phineas ferb candace and you know uh Miss lulu. Bust, lulu bust it buster uh bust him bust busting busting fuck I went through uh, a lot of the <laughs> conjugation, but not all of it. Um, anyways, Lulu and Candace walk into the backyard. Phineas and Ferber like, we did it. Here's a water yeah. slide. They've actually, they're on double duty today because they did the Ferris wheel and now they've done the water slide. Yeah. They're yeah, they're packing it in. Yeah. Um, and yawn. Um, see, the fact that that's that's how this episode, this, this episode had me yawning. Um, just got to say. Shame. But, um, yeah, Candace is, you know, Lulu's like, you got to get on the ride with him and here, wear this camera that I've disguised. And it's just a helmet wearing a camera. Yeah. Uh, stupid. Um, fucking idiot. Yeah. Moron. Um, anyways, 
they they go to get on the water slide and and Phineas is like, as any sane person would be like, you don't want to get this wet. He takes off the, yeah. First off, he says you don't want to get this wet because he cares about not hurting the camera. He picks yeah. it up and throws the camera. Throws the camera. Also, following that, he goes over the um, <laughs> the safety stuff, and he pulls up the cushions and he says that they can function as headstones in the case of an accident. Multifunctional. I love it. I support it. Also, the cushions are literally just headstones. Yeah. Which, yeah. which kind of implies that they're 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 anticipating disaster. Yeah, that actually disappear. Um yeah. by the time they get off the ride. But anywho, a geyser, a geyser shoots them up in the air and uh the ride commences. Yep. Back um, to Perry and Doof. Yeah. Uh so Doofit versus plan is kind of odd this time around. Yeah, he wants to bring about a second ice age in the tri-state area. Yeah, but he never gives a reason for this. Yeah, yeah. Usually he has like a tragic backstory or something. I guess he just wants well, to. He did talk about something to be do with um, magic, being a magician, but I don't know how it tied to. Uh, was that this? Yeah, that was this segment, wasn't it? That was um, the segment. Yeah. Yeah. What? He had a magic hat, and he said he was looking for a rabbit. That disappeared at, during his seventh grade talent show. He put the rabbit in the hat, but the hat, you know, the rabbit never came out of the hat. Yeah, it was a skunk. <laughs> just, um, yeah, it turned into a skunk. Um, but yeah, what yeah. does that have to do with bringing about an ice age? I really don't fucking know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, he's got the Gluminator 3000 Nader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he shoots it into the sky. Uh, he gets on a hot air balloon and he shoots the ray into the sky, and um, he's still wearing his his hat, his you know magician's top hat. Yeah. Um, and then Perry appears from underneath of it, yeah. uh, after having recently disappeared, <laughs> and then um, this is uh, this is probably for me the best part of the episode, but um, he he takes Doofenshmirtz's hat, and he shoots a rabbit out of it. And then the rabbit lands in Doof's hand. Doof is like, oh my God, I've been looking for you. But it doesn't stop there. <laughs> no, Harry, no, no. Harry cocks that motherfucker like an S13 12-gauge <laughs> shotgun. And he there, starts firing rabbits yeah. out of the hat, like a whole wave of them. There, there, there must have been more than one rabbit in there. There, there was just, yeah. You know what they say about rabbits? Yeah. They taste good. <laughs> they taste um, delicious, yeah. Anyways, uh, the, all the rabbits start weighing down the, weather, the hot air balloon. And then we cut to a farm, and there's this woman yelling at her husband, I can't believe you bought a rabbit farm without buying any rabbits. And, uh, you know, the, the husband's like, well, shit, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> then um, she's like, you know, rabbits aren't just going to fall out of the sky. But little does she know. Little does she know. Little does she know that at that moment, she fucked up. She stepped in it. She stepped in the galactic universal tether of time poo because a fucking hot air balloon lands on her. Yeah. And Blizzard like sort of Oz style. Yeah. Her legs are sticking out. Her hands are out. Yeah. Like, and what, and what is her, what does her husband say? Yeah. It looks like somebody owes me an apology. Like, buddy, your wife is dying. You son of a bitch. Your wife is dying in front of your eyes. And yeah. all you can think about is, it looks like I won this round. Bitch. Yeah, like yeah, what? like so spiteful. You you yeah. cuck. <laughs> what? Anyways, um, anyways, 
moving on. The hot air balloon, I, I guess, just lands there. Uh, Doof gets out and Perry starts chasing him on foot. Back to the house. They capture all the footage they need, the busted show. Candace and, you know, Lulu head back to the van. They're like, oh, my God, we got this. We're going to bust them. Candace calls her mom. Lulu calls the station. Both mom and the station show up. Well, not the station itself. Well, a representative from the station. Yeah. Who I can't place it, but he had a very familiar voice. Oh, I don't know. Um, but um, anyways, uh, they get to the backyard just in time for the water slide to disappear. Because the tornado that, uh, like uh, this weird weather tornado that Doof made with his uh, Gluminator 3000-inator 3000-inator uh, triggered the, the start of this this weird weather hurricane or whatever. And it wipes out the water slide. And, uh, yeah, and, and like normal, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> there's nothing to be seen. So Lindana doesn't believe, the representative from the studio doesn't believe, but ha-ha! Saving grace is that they have the footage. Yeah. Right? They have the footage. So they're going to go look at it in the van. But when they show up, the van's gone. Where's the van? Who's driving the van? Who's driving the van? Uh, it's Doof and Schmertz. It's Doof and Schmertz. How generous of them to leave the keys in the car. Very um, evil. Very evil. Yeah. Um, she stole a van. Uh, oh. And so he drives the van into the, the vortex and flies off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all there is to it. And then uh, during the credits, he's, he lands, or he, he's he's fallen towards the ground. Yeah. We see, lo and behold, the woman from before, the rabbit farm, is still yeah. alive. But yeah. the husband sold the rabbit farm to buy a van rental company. Yeah, but didn't buy any vans. But didn't buy any vans. What a fool. What a maroon. Yeah. So she thinks... Except, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Hold she, on there. A van falls on her and she Not yet. Her. Not yet. She knows it's coming. <laughs> she knows we hear, it's coming. we hear the we hear the Yeah. And she says not a word. Like, what do you mean? Like you you don't want to move? Yeah, right? Like what? <laughs> you're going to you're so stubborn that you're going to sit there and accept it? And there is no doubt in my mind that this woman was killed on oh, impact. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. She uh, she was killed before the van even finished hitting the ground. I'm sure. And you know what the greatest irony of this is? What? One van is not enough to run a van rental company. Exactly. That's a good so point. so what are what are you doing? What are you? Doing? Yeah. Who knows? Making mistakes. That's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Mm. Yeah. Dummy. Moron. Idiot. Poop fart mental degenerate ellen degenerates <laughs> what waste of oxygen what? it sounded like degenerates degenerate i know i know i heard the connection but i thought we were just doing word association oh i know i thought we were just saying synonyms for stupid oh <laughs> <laughs> I was doing like the, you know, like the psychiatrist is just like, say the first word that comes to your mind. Yes. Mutant. Which that can't work, by the way. Like that, that can't mean anything. Yeah. Pro I mean, it might like, I guess the, I guess the, the point of it is to try and like surface up like the subconscious, but to get you out of your head, maybe. Yeah. 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 Tacos. Burritos. What's coming out of your speedos. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's the episode. That's really all there is to it. It was kind of shortchanged. The first episode was great. Second one, not so much. But um, it's okay. Hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening as well. 
uh, and it's more important when I say it. <laughs> so this has been Furb Your Enthusiasm, a little shorter episode than usual, but that's okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, not Amazon Podcasts. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So sorry, DJ Khaled, but, uh, uh, you know, this is, uh, <laughs> He's got an Amazon podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can Another also find one. us on YouTube. Just look up yep. my name, just like my uh, people that I'm applying to jobs. <laughs> that will be looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let us know what you find and what you see yeah. and how you think. Leave a like, leave a rating, uh, yeah, a review on the App Store, maybe. That would be yeah. nice. Be I don't fun. check it, but that would still be nice. An app review. <laughs> an app review <laughs> is that what i said that's what she said leave us a review on the app store <laughs> yeah yeah leave uh, us. help us get to editor's choice for the uh apple app store that'd be great yes but um yep thank you for listening sayonara suckers